All right, folks, what is going on? This is episode 499 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am Via Ballo. Here we talk about George Southern and Atlanta Falcons football. And today we're going to talk both. We're going to talk about Atlanta Falcons and we're going to talk about these George Southern Eagles. First and foremost, the Falcons have been eliminated from playoff contention. They're not going to win a division. Their offseason starts right now. And the Georgia Southern Eagles have gone down to Montgomery, Alabama to play in their second Camellia Bowl. They won the last one. I was there for the one when they played Eastern Michigan. Tyler Bass, the now this coming soon to be legendary Tyler Bass for the Buffalo Bills, kicked the field goal to win that game against Eastern Michigan in Montgomery. Hopefully, we can have that type of success uh, next uh, Tuesday, which is you know tomorrow where we can actually hold that trophy once again. Uh, if this is your first time here, welcome. I can be found on YouTube and Rumble. I'm also on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. And uh, for the most part, the, the year is pretty much over. We got about a week left. And I want to thank you guys for a phenomenal 2022. There's been a lot going on with, you know, our teams, the Falcons, the ups and downs of that offseason, not knowing what Coach Clay Helton was going to do with the Georgia Southern Eagles. And for the most part, there's been progression with the Falcons, and they've it's been, you know, a, you know, a really good turnaround for the Georgia Southern Eagles. We'll start with the Falcons, and then we're going to jump over to Georgia Southern. Uh, I Before I get started, I want to let you guys know about BetUS. Now is a really good time to start betting on some of these games. Go ahead and put some wages out there. The playoffs is about to start. Some teams are going to be in uh, the race for the division title. Um, there were some pretty good basketball games on, uh, you know, for Christmas. And there's a lot that you can, you know, put your wages down on. Individual players all the way up to the full team. A quarter, second quarter, third quarter, a half. It doesn't matter. Um, they have a lot of ways that you can put wages down. You click that link down in the description, put down $100, and you'll get a 125% bet book bonus. That already out the gate, you're doubling your money from what you put in. And you can bet on in many things, not just sports. You can also do um, esports as well because they have esports out there that you can bet on those as well. Uh, MMA, everything under that umbrella. Uh, it is all there. So hopefully you guys check that out. It helps out the channel, and uh, I really, really would appreciate it. All right, let's let's look at this uh, from the bigger picture for the Falcons. The Falcons right now do not uh, have any leeway or any headway going into the playoffs. They're eliminated out of the playoffs. So what's going to happen now is we have the offseason, basically. I don't see where the Falcons are going to try to play spoiler for the Arizona Cardinals. Maybe they could play spoiler for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but we have to get in a situation where we're going forward into what's going to happen in 2023. Uh, now, I'm not saying just lose both games, even though it will give us a better draft spot, but you really want to assess talent that's on a team who's going to want to stick around, who still want to be a Falcon. And if you really want to look at this as a positive, this is a really good time to do so because of the fact that there's a lot of money that's going to be for the Falcons out there. There's a lot of money. The cap space is going to be anywhere from 86 to $100 million in cap space for the Falcons after dumping off the Matt Ryans and and I think the Calvin Ridley uh, contract and uh, you got a couple other ones. The Marcus Mariota one's probably not going to be added on the 2023. You're, you're probably looking at a situation where you have so much money, a lot of players could want to come here. 
um, there's already some sort of foundation of you have a coach that can win with very little or do the best he can with very little, where this team is probably on the verge between five and seven wins with, you know, not the best talent. He's done very well with what he had. And you got to understand last year, they went seven and 10 with no receivers. Basically you had a bunch of kick returners for receivers and he made, he was able to do that much with that little bit of talent. I can imagine what he gets, what he can do when you have more talent coming in to actually will be able to do something with this team. You know, he can actually do something with what they have. So I'm really interested in to see that. Um, I'm not really sure what's going to happen in the next couple of um, games or whatever the case may be. But what I would like to see is some guys go out there and play kind of tough, act like they want to get a contract, act like they want something to happen for their um uh, uh for their livelihood in the sport. And because there's money out there. Terry Fontenot and them have money out there to spend. And if you're going to show that you want to be a part of this organization, you're going to get paid for it. You know, this is not a situation where we're strapped for this. We got to do a bunch of one-year deals. We have to do this, that, and the third. I, I, you, you have an opportunity to actually change your life. You know, if you're a football player with a pretty decent country. Now, can you do that in two games? I don't know, but you can at least put yourself in a position to be looked at. And that's at the most, and for the most part, that's most of what you really would want anyway. So I think this is a really good opportunity for a lot of players who are on those one-year deals show their body of work throughout this red for, for this season and the rest of the last two games. So the off season for the Falcons is right now. There, there's no, don't, there's no other way around it. The off season for the Falcons is what it is. And these guys are need to start evaluating what is on the table right now, because what's on the table and what uh, talent you have is really going to, uh, you know, show, or them what you have, and, it's, and it could change somewhat of the makeup of the team that they have based on the talent that they have. Because Arthur Smith has shown to do more with less or do more, do the best he can with what he has. I don't think he's a bad coach. I just think he's really in the middle of cleaning up something that, that was really messed up. Thanks, Thomas Dimitrov, and thanks, uh, Coach Dan Quinn. And uh, it, it, it's just it's just a part of the business. So I've seen some people sit here and say that coach is on the hot seat. I felt like that at one point too because he would not get off the Marcus Mariota train. And uh, I really felt that it was long overdue for them to do this. Maybe around week seven, they should have started putting Ritter in because you see Ritter now. Ritter looks like he's going to be a pretty decent quarterback. I'm not saying he's going to be elite. Looks like he's going to be pretty decent. The second game in, he looked like he was able to get his feet up under him, get his head straight on his shoulders, and he made some pretty decent decisions. It was a lot better than the game before against the Saints. And But that's what happens when you have a rookie. There's going to be some type of progression. You see Kenny Pickett now. Kenny Pickett looked pretty good for the Steelers. And I, I, I try not to you know, compare the two, but when you have a rookie quarterback, you, you kind of see the path that they take. And after, you know, six, seven, eight games, you kind of see what you got right there. It's very rare that you see somebody out the gate. That's just going to blow up the scene and actually play likes out as a rookie. I mean, Matt Ryan was able to do it. Joe Flacco was able to do it. Uh, Patrick Mahomes kind of did it, but Patrick Mahomes sat a year, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, you had some other guys who came out as a rookie and, you know, Mac Jones did decent. 
but then again, you turn around, you have a Zach Wilson of the world, or, or you know what I'm saying? You just don't, or you may have someone like that don't even play, like a Kellen Mond, or you know, you, you just have these players. And and I hate to say it, you know, in some cases, you know, Malik Willis is kind of so so. You know, he still has some growing up to do, but I think that from one game to the next, you've seen a big improvement out of Ritter. I I I I don't want to sit here and say I've been dissecting all of Malik Willis, but I haven't seen that jump like, you know, even if it's a small jump. So the quarterback situation is okay. I expect for the Falcons to probably bring in a veteran. I don't expect them to draft a quarterback very high. If anything, I think they would go defense. So I expect if the Falcons end up with the top 10, top five pick, I'm not against going to get Will Anderson from Alabama or getting somebody that's really good on that edge. Get some guys on the defensive line that can get after the quarterback. Evan Kente, I, I think I said his name right. He's good at what he do. Grady Jarrett is good at what he do. You got some guys that are trying to do some things, but you got a chance to get somebody like Will Anderson or somebody of that nature. You might want to go after that. Later on, you may want to try to get a, a number two receiver. Probably want to get a number two receiver that's a veteran. And you may want to try to get a veteran quarterback if you don't draft one later on in the fifth, fourth round. Somebody that you can, you know, that's probably just a safe pick. So I don't know how that's going to go. But that, as far as the offseason, I think that's the, the, the path that they should take. Go ahead and start getting some guys on defense. Go ahead and try to get a, a solidified number two receiver to go along with Kyle Pitts and Drake London. Because you can see, as far as Drake London go, I know the fumble happened and the fumbles, you, fumbles have happened. But when you see, you see there's some, some type of connection between Ritter and London. And it looks pretty good. So you got something to build off that. And you got Tyler Algier. You also have to understand, we got three rookies. Three rookies that are actually trying to, you know, hold this team together so that you know you got to understand in a few years you may have something that's bigger and better with those guys when they get more acclimated with the system get more acclimated with playing football in the, in the on the professional level we may have something there so once again i'll say defense get a wide receiver number two get a quarterback i think those three things will be pretty good and i know the defense is pretty vague so but i, I want to get somebody on that pass rush up on that on that on that line. Get an edge rusher. Go ahead and get you some secondary guys. I think Troy Anderson and the guys in the linebacker. I think we have something there. Wouldn't hurt to try to bring another veteran in to go along with Anderson and Rashad Evans. We'll see how that goes. But um, and also Zoe Carter. So we do have some guys. I just thought about that. Lorenzo Carter. We do have some guys. A linebacker probably want to bring another one in to start rotating in and out for the linebacker position. I think we'll be okay. Secondary, they really need some work. We'll probably get a couple of guys in the secondary as well. All right, I said enough about the Falcons. The offseason for them is now they need to get some work done. Unfortunately, you know, the season has not panned out the way I wanted to. I thought they can get nine wins, but it looks like they're going to they can get seven at the most. And uh, we'll see how that plays out. Georgia Southern is now going down to uh, Montgomery, Alabama, back at the scene of the crime where we beat up on uh, Eastern Michigan. Back there to take on the Buffalo Bulls. Um, a lot of guys from Buffalo has been moving out. They don't have much there. I think they had a couple of quarterbacks that are trans in the transfer portal. Don't know if they're going to play. And quite frankly, I don't think this defense for Buffalo can keep up with what George Southern has. Now, what I will do, what I will do is I will go and get into more of 
uh, slightly of a pregame on the next episode to talk about what Buffalo and uh, what they can or can't do against Georgia Southern. I think Georgia Southern is going to rack up some points. I feel like Georgia Southern is going to put the ball down the field. I think this team is really going to put the pain to Buffalo. I don't have nothing against Buffalo. I think they're an okay team. But I think Georgia Southern is so hyped after winning that game against Appalachian State, they're capable of putting up another 51 points. But that's just my firm belief. I'll see. We'll see how that goes because I think some guys will probably be back to play. Marcus Sanders should be back to play. I want to know if Jalen White and Gerald Green is going to play. If those three guys are going to play, that's going to be a big, 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 big deal. And it's going to be a really big, 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 big problem for the Buffalo Bulls. I, I, I just don't see it. I, I've been looking at some of their stuff, haven't really analyzed it enough, but there's nothing there to see for me to see that, I, okay, we need to watch out for this. If anything, we need to worry about what we do because we have an issue with tackling. If we could tackle, that's all we need to do. And I, I, you know, obviously we do need to cover a little bit as well, like cover, you know, in the passing game. But if we could just tackle, this game should be ours handily. Handily. But we'll see how that goes. I'm going to do an episode on that coming up. That's going to be episode 500, actually. I may do something special for that, or I may just do a special episode in general for 500. I'll let you guys know. Follow me on Twitter. I may do a Q&A. I'm not necessarily sure, but I may just do a whole separate episode for that. So we'll get into that. If you like this commentary, the like button, share this podcast, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Let me know what you guys think. One away from 500. We also have the Falcons going into the offseason. Georgia Southern is going to the Camellia Bowl to play. Come on up here, son. They're going up in there to play the uh, Buffalo Bulls. And uh, my son had a great Christmas. He had a little bit of everything. And um, I know he's tired. He just wanted to come up here. He heard me talking. So he's in my lap now for the guys who are watching or listening on the podcast. Um, I can be found on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Also on YouTube and Rumble if you want to listen, I mean, watch the show. I'm a little backwards. If you want to watch the podcast. And um, we're going to get out of here. And um, thank you guys. I hope you guys had a very Merry Christmas. And I really appreciate all the support. You guys are awesome. I really, 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 really can't thank you guys enough. So we're going to get out of here. And uh, we'll be back for the 500 episode. We're going to do a little matchup with the Georgia Southern Eagles versus the Buffalo Bulls. And we're going to see how that game goes. All right, y'all. We're going to get out of here. Y'all take it easy. And y'all be blessed. Bye. Peace. Bye.